I'm Elaine Shannon. I'm Dana Lloyd. Welcome to Soul Sister Conversations, the podcast where we inspire and empower you to connect more soulfully to yourself. In this episode of Soul Sister Conversations, we speak with Ali Beckwith, photographer, artist, influencer, about using the universe to get what you want, where her determination for everything comes from, and she shares her opinions on dating life and relationships. Hint, this one's for your daughter. Well, good morning, Elaine. Good afternoon. Well, I'm all mixed up. Good afternoon. <laughs> The energy in here is already, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited it's to have great. this conversation. I feel like this young lady is coming over to talk to her two aunties around the <laughs> table. So let's introduce who we have here. Um, this is Allie Beckwith. She is a professional photographer, visual artist, and blogger. And uh, Allie has shot for international brands such as Dyson, LG, McDonald's, Fairmont Hotels, and Vogue magazine. And Allie's artwork has been commission- commissioned by many interior designers, residential, and commercial homes, as well as international brands like Lululemon. So if you've been to the store in, in Moncton, Moncton, there is a beautiful um, painting uh, by Allie in the store. So welcome, Allie Beckwith, welcome. to Soul Sister Thank Conversation. Allie is here <laughs> with us much. in the studio, hence the uh, high energy. Yeah. I had to, so my socks are already off. We've already had some technical stuff, and I said to Allie, "Okay, somebody is here with I'm us." I'm bringing the heat. <laughs> <laughs> and the energy. So Allie, there's there's a hundred different ways we could go with this, and I know that people who are listening have already heard your story. So we have some different questions that uh, and and things we're curious about. I can't wait. Okay, the the universe <laughs> and its power. Yeah. Like I see you as somebody who has really tapped into how to use the law of attraction, not just study it and know about it, but you're using it. Totally. Yeah, I remember being uh, probably in high school, and my dad is a big believer in all of this stuff, and he would always talk about it, and I remember when we lived in Grand Bay, he had a telescope, and he would, like, tell me about the stars, and we'd talk about, like, energy and all that kind of stuff, and I remember he gave me the book The Secret when mm-hmm. I was, like, pretty young, and I read it, and it just stuck with me, and I honestly haven't done that much that much research on anything since, I just, like, it stuck with me, and I just always remember thinking, like, well, if you believe things are going to happen, then they happen. It's, like, that simple. And everyone around me is always like, you're nuts. And I'm like, I just believe these things are going to happen, and they're going to happen. And, and how old were you when you were introduced to The Secret? Probably in high school. Mm. By your yeah. dad, yeah. who I know, your dad and I went to high school together. Yeah. But I didn't know that about your dad, oh, that yeah. he was that kind of a guy. Totally. He's very, very interesting. And I just remember him like telling me about the stars and just like stuff like that. It just really stuck with me. But the secret was a big one. And I just remember just thinking it's that simple. And I, in high school, people would always say like, oh, Allie gets what she wants. Like people always, and they probably still say that, but I just believe it. And I just like assume there's no other way. And I think that's the key to a lot of these things happening. So yeah. there's that just allow, Dana. Yes. <laughs> but we keep talking Dana about Dana and I have talked about this. Every time the law of attraction comes up in our podcast, mm-hmm. Michael Loge's words always come to us, who wrote the book, The Law of Attraction, and he says, just allow. Mm-hmm. But, but saying that just allow, it sounds easy, but I think that people put a lot of obstacles in their way of just allowing. Totally. I just think you need to go with it. And I am someone who, and you probably know this about me, I write things down. 
and I say them out loud publicly or what do you mean you write things down let's back up a little bit what's what my does... blog if you go right. through my yes. blog everything like goals um stuff like that things that I want to reach are written there and I think in a way that holds me to it but it also puts it out to the universe that this is what I want to happen and it's bound to happen mm. when was the first time something happened that you went holy crow that's pretty wild um, that, that you said that's law of attraction or that's the secret what the secret was talking oh about oh my gosh there's so many examples i'm trying to think of one off the top of my head but i remember figuring it out pretty young and mm. just kind of being like this just works for me like this yeah i don't really I don't is really... it a philosophy that you thought this is something that is a great thing to live by that it, you said it makes sense you just believed it yeah i just believed it and i can tell and i remember like figuring out that not everybody believes in this and how much that person over there struggling. I'm like, right. man, you're making this so much harder on yourself. Just kind of so here's think about a, what here's you a want. specific. So did you use the law of attraction in your relationship? Uh, <laughs> in finding your partner? I think so. I think I've always known what kind of partner I've wanted slash needed. Um, and I've had some pretty crappy relationships. So I think I, in a way, manifested that. Um, the crappy relationships? No. You didn't? So, well... well <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that's the thing with the law of attraction, is we get what we you attract, what? so... Well, I think I got one step closer each time. Mm. Ah. I so, really do. Well, right, because the thing about playing with the universe is that you have to be specific. Yeah. Right? If, you know, there, I remember seeing this um, cartoon uh, in a book one time, and, and this woman comes into the doctor, and she has, like, a big Mickey Mouse in a carriage, mm -hmm. and, and she wanted a baby, and he goes, well, you said you want a woman with, like, two ears and a nose, yeah. you know? Like, you have to be very specific. She says she got, like, Mickey Mouse instead of a baby. Totally. And this idea of being clear about what you want. And, and one of the things that, um, that you wrote back to us, uh, you said that when we were doing some show notes or before the show, you said, let's talk about the universe and its power of giving you what you want. But in brackets, it said, if you ask. Totally. So that's a big piece of it. Well, that's the thing. You, you're not going to get what you want if you a, like aren't specific or if you're not asking for it. I feel like so many, th so many people just kind of like, there's a difference between hoping and knowing. <laughs> Like, oh, I hope I'll live this great life someday. It's like, I know I'm going to live a great life. Because hope is out there. Yeah, it's not... It's like the ball in the pool that you keep reaching for and it keeps going away from you. In imagining it, but it's not yours. Mm. You need to think it's already yours. Yeah. Yeah. So with the That's relationship the with each one, mm -hmm. you were probably celebrating the closest of the match. And then the next one, as you said, was a little better than the one before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if my relationships are like the best example of me <laughs> manifesting uh, awesomeness, but my current relationship well, I is think a, it, I is think it did because yeah. it got you to the goal. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, no, Justin is great. And I think that, um, in, I feel like some of this I didn't even know, but I must have been outwardly presenting that I wanted someone who I could be creative with someone who could challenge me. Like, I love a good challenge. I love being creative. I love um, collaborating, collaborating, stuff like that. And I think I did outwardly, you know, express that in everyday life. And I don't know. I think that he definitely compliments me in all the ways that I need. And how, how do you keep your belief 
uh, strong? Like, how do you keep your relationship with the universe strong? Because does doubt ever seep in? No. No. So how do you? So do you guys, I love so how do you, confident you are. Do you cultivate that? Do you like? What do you do to keep that relationship with the universe strong? It's honestly just like in my mind. Like I don't. I don't think about it. I don't think about it as a separate, you know, thing I need to keep in mind all the right. time. It's just like you just it's it. just it's as just part of you. Mind. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Lots there, of people would be envious. But of I that. also I also think that it works like people. It works like positively. But I also yeah. think it works the opposite mm-hmm. where if you think about this is a good example if you think of your ex's ex when you're first started when you first start dating and you think about them and you wonder all these things and all they're going to appear you're going to start running into all of them on the streets uptown i can tell you that for sure because <laughs> you are thinking about them thinking and you're energetically them. pulling them towards totally. you totally you're creeping yeah. them on facebook you're <laughs> Doing all the things, Instagram, and then all of a sudden you're on Prince William Street and boom, there they are. Right. It works. So you Both need to ways. consciously just not think about any of that. And then... So whether yeah. so whether it's positive or negative or what it is... Absolutely. Whatever you're thinking of, Ali, you're attracting to yourself. Totally. Mm-hmm. I absolutely believe that, positive and negative. If you are actively searching for things, you will receive them. But that's a great mm-hmm. lesson in that. It's itself for you sort of, I mean, in self-reflection, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, if I continue to do this, totally. then that's going to appear in front of me. That's End of story. Whether whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's scary. And I actually <laughs> do think it's scary because yes. sometimes, like, Jill, like that, there's like a weird thing that happened about me thinking and saying out loud about like a specific house and like all these things. And then I get a message on Instagram about that exact house that I was talking about. You were a so master. Yes, master, master. She's it's, a master. It freaks me out. Like, and it, it but it's pretty creepy. powerful. It's so yeah. powerful. That just and, shows you how aligned you actually are. Oh man. Right. But to be so young and so aligned, I mean, and this is one of the reasons why I said to Dana, like Allie, Allie is living this law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, I'm 54 and I've been talking about it for God knows Michael Oje introduced it to us almost <laughs> 20 years ago here. So I've been talking about it and I get glimpses of it yeah. when I'm in that lane. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I slip out and forget. But the way you're saying it, it's not a thing you have to think about. Mm-mm. But you believe it. You said that that's the difference between hoping and knowing. 100%. Mm. Yeah. And just embodying that. And, and what was interesting is that I, I heard that you knew since you were a little girl that you wanted to be a photographer. Mm-hmm. And you just had no doubt about that, that when people were in high school going, I'm freaking out. I don't know what I should do with the rest of my life. You were like, uh, I do. Yeah. yeah. And I felt like a little bit awkward about that because I'm like, how do these people not know? Like, it didn't make any sense to me because I was, like, I just knew. Right. And I don't know. It's been with me for a long time. And do you think that related back to when your dad introduced you? Like, well, it would have been even before that because when you say you knew you wanted to be a photographer since you were a little girl, are we talking like eight? We're talking like grade seven, grade eight. I don't know how old so, you are. Though. Yeah, like 12, 13. Yeah, middle probably school. Like my brother's age now, which is crazy. Him just like knowing, yeah, I don't know. I just think that once I figured it out and I had tried a ton of different things, I was in hockey, I was in cheerleading, I had started sewing, um, whatever I had like interest in, my parents would just support that and be like, okay, this is what she's doing now, like let's give her the tools. But photography is the only one that really, really stuck and that I felt so excited about. And then when it would be like, what do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, oh, that's an easy answer. 
That's it. Oh. Do you know how many people would go? I know people my age who still want to try to figure out what they want to be when they grow yeah, up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's kind of funny though, because now, like, of course, like photography is like still a huge part of my life, but it's opened up so many other right. doors. So now I get to dabble in all of the other interests, but photography is still the backbone. But yeah, it's definitely been a heavy presence since I was in middle school. And that, and then is the <clears throat> photography led you into doing the painting and the... Well, Were you always an artist? I have definitely been painting and drawing since around, like, since probably before even, before photography. I've always been, like, doodling and had my art books and stuff like that. But I didn't really think you could make any money doing that. Like, I never, right. I knew that photography, if you were good at it, you could work for high-end magazines, you could live in New York, you could do all this cool stuff with photography. So art was kind of a thing that I would do independently, which was nice because I didn't mm. have to involve models or other people right. and stuff like that. So I would just do it kind of in my studio or behind closed doors. But then with social media, sharing that, people would just be like, is that for sale? Is that for sale? I'm like, well, I guess it can be. So they were coming <laughs> yes. to you oh, yeah. and you didn't even have it for sale. You were just sharing totally. your your interest in these pursuits. Yeah. And you have to follow Allie on Instagram because she has <laughs> always, always these great posts and great Instagram stories and yeah, you can find nice. all about what she's up to in particular with things with her art and photography, house flipping, <laughs> her doggos, <laughs> as my yeah. daughter calls them. Aww. Um, yeah, all, all these great things that you're doing. And so is social media is what really opened up the entrepreneurial piece of being able to make money doing what you love. I mean, obviously photography, you could make money at that. Yeah. Photography Taking. was the the biggest leader in figuring out that I could be a quote unquote entrepreneur. I didn't even really realize that was the word I was. You just thought mm -hmm. I'm going to be a photographer, but didn't realize that that's that, you're going down a business journey. Totally. Yeah. It, I didn't even think about that at all. I just knew at, when I was in high school, I could charge $40 for a photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> in high school hour. yeah which would be more than you would be, have made at totally. working retail or a restaurant because totally. oh, okay. yeah. i heard you were, had a waitress job and I you're was, making seven bucks an hour i was a hostess <laughs> i was a hostess i wasn't even old enough to be a server uh i was a hostess at the ale house and i had to quit because they were interfering with my photo shoot nights so i'd have to say no i can't take your family photos because i have to work i have to work my seven dollar an hour job <laughs> So I'm like, oh my God, I, this could make me rich, $40? Oh my God. So yeah, I had to quit. But but you trusted, like there you are. I keep hitting your knee, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't mind. But, but you kept, like you, you trusted yeah. that you're going to sail out that door and on the other side of it, you're going to have success with that photography. Basically, I cool. saw a lot of other people like similar to my age doing it. Not around here. It would be people I would follow online. And... Like, Laura Jade is a photographer that I love. Rosie Hardy's another one. And they were just girls doing it in New York or in the UK. But I'm like, there's no reason why. A girl from St. John. I can't do but that. you weren't feeling that whole, oh, I'm from St. John no. in New Brunswick, so I have to model myself after the people here. No, totally. I was a, okay. co I was a cocky little thing. <laughs> I did not care. Like, I just didn't care. And I just assumed. Well, someone has to be great. Like, let me, I can do that as like a little person. And I mean, I think I've like simmered a little bit, but I remember feeling oh, like no. that. Oh no, don't dull your sparkle, <laughs> Allie. But I really oh. did remember thinking that um, when I was young. So where does that um, determination <laughs> I don't know. and cockiness come from? I don't know. Because it's, it's, 
I hate to say it's more rare in women, right? So we're like, embrace it. We're like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> don't be dull in that. No, like, think, don't even tone it down even slightly. I think I come from a family of strong female. I think you do. I do. I think I know I do. And I think that, I think it's, I don't think I learned it. I just think it's like, if you yeah. see it's part my of your DNA, my isn't grandmother, it? oh yeah, it you is. You have strong women role models. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're fierce. Who has most yeah. influenced yeah. you in terms of those strong female role models? Um, I would say my grandmother and my aunt Margot is very fierce. Mm. <laughs> you guys know Margot. She's know, a but... boss. Do you know Margot? <laughs> so he, so our connection is goes way back. So yeah. back in the day, I worked for CIBC okay. when I was very young. And I met Margot and her husband, uh-huh. George. Yes. Actually, I knew George. And uh, yeah. 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 So I, yeah. And She's I knew Margo. She is. People yeah. are scared of her. And I love it. She's just, she knows what she wants. She goes after it and she doesn't care what anybody thinks of her at all. She is so herself. And She's in her own lane doing her own journey. Totally. And she's, she's retired at what? 50 Yeah. She's 50 ish. She's, she's doing great. Yeah. 50 ish. She's doing great. I really admire her. Yeah. yeah. And, and and you just, what did you like about her? It was just the the drawing the boundaries. Well, I was her. scared of her as a kid. As a kid. <laughs> I still kind of am, but she's just like I just love that no matter who she's around, she doesn't alter her okay. personality at all. Mm-hmm. And she climbed the ladder where she worked for so many years and then She's just a boss. That's the only word I can think of. But she's the boss of her. Like, I love how. Right. She's. And the boss of her. Yeah. Like, she is not, as you said, bending for anybody. Talk about having some firm boundaries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you learn boundaries at a very young age. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women, we, our boundaries are kind of (laughs) wishy washy (laughs) at, at the best of times. Totally. And yeah, like, when it comes to that kind of stuff, like, I always say, like, when we're. Like even email, like returning emails, like we like to return that it's not so much like female to female, but like when we are emailing men, like I always just like to say like return their tone, like you don't need to be like super smiley and like right. like I just or cut. or start it with I was just yeah because then that no, diminishes there's no you. wondering there's no maybes oh. like none of that I hate that stuff and I just like think you should return the tone and. I always, like, Justin and I talk about this all the time because, like, women, like, we're sensitive and this and that. And I'm like, if you read this email, I asked Justin, if you read this email from one of your colleagues, hey, I'm coming to get this, please have it ready, thanks. Would you be like, wow, I can't believe she was so rude. Like, he's like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just stuff like that. It's just somebody being very direct in their tone. Totally. So I think being direct is important. So you're not taking things personally. No. Oh. They no. <laughs> must be well, really surprised when they come to pick up whatever it is that we're supposed to be but picking up. I think that's why Jill compliments me is because she's nicer than I am <laughs> when it comes to like returning emails and like tones and stuff like that because I, I don't know. We're having an Oprah moment here. I'm having an Oprah moment. So I remember <laughs> Oprah being interviewed many years ago yeah. about her and Gail. Okay? So Oprah and Gail. Okay. And they were in a taxi and something happened and Oprah said... I'm not the nice one. Gail's the nice one. I Oprah's agree. like, I'm getting down to business. Yeah. Gail's going to say the nice things to you, and then we're going to move on. And I went, exactly. oh, my God, everybody needs a Gail. Yeah. 
No, I totally Hence agree. Jillian. Yeah. And Allie has her, her Gail in studio. She's sitting Jillian. here. Yes. Yeah. Jillian with a J. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So, it oh, helps. okay. So, so very clear boundaries. Returning the tone. And you're not taking any shit off anybody. <laughs> I mean, no. But th- this, is, this is empowering. I mean, not just for me, but I'm thinking of all the women that are listening to this. Mm. especially young women. I don't know my daughter's going to be listening, right? I love giving like relationship advice. That's, I think, my best. It's like, cut the crap. Like stuff right. like that. I love just... You mean to like dating advice to yes. your friends? Yeah, yeah, and like business. Like just really, yes. I don't know. Go. Let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so now people are leaning in with their coffee. <laughs> well, I, I like being presented with the problem and how I would deal with okay, it. Okay, so so we have young people listening, or we have a lot of people who probably are moms who are helping their Daughters, kids do things. So, yeah. What would what is your advice for um, dating in this? Well, I definitely never listened to my mom. I was. You, know, you I, didn't listen to your mom? Well, you I feel like if, it's like moms giving their daughters advice, their daughters aren't probably going to listen. Okay, so okay. you're saying, so everybody <laughs> that. So moms, bring your daughters in, and now Allie's going to talk to you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Send them this link. I'm just trying to think. I don't know. I, I kind of still have that mindset of like, okay, well, if the tables were turned and you were a guy, how would you be dealing with this situation? Because mm. I find a lot of inspiration from that because you don't see them overthinking everything. You don't see them waiting a certain amount of time between texts like stuff like that like because they are not sitting there analyzing that are they they're not going i'm going to wait five hours and 23 minutes exactly they're just answering when they feel like it totally or when they see it or when they took like i'm just the kind of person that likes to think of the other side and then that to me makes more like logical sense Mm. of like what it actually is rather than what you're making it seem to be in your own head Mm. so you're seeing the other side yeah just kind of like perspective i don't know from the male perspective, you're saying? Yeah, or like, I guess. what would it got? And why, why are you saying from the male perspective? I just think I have more of a male perspective for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. The direct. Yeah. 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 Just because I like to think about that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, know I see that about your personality, Allie. Like, you're very, you're very confident and you're sure. And I think in this world, I think men seem to come in with more of that naturally. Right. And our girls, and I, I have a daughter, I know. She, this whole dating thing is making her a little crazy. Oh, man. And she's like, I'm a nice person mm-hmm. and I have great things to offer. And period. What the, right. Period. Period. <laughs> oh, you're, like, you're going to stop me. That's it. That's all she has to say. Exactly. Period. That is. It's an wow. excellent thing you just did. Period. Stop there. Don't justify anymore. Right? Wow. Yes. No buts. No ifs, ands, or buts. So this is about feeling worthy. Totally. She just needs to know that. And I just think once you're doing your own thing, and I actually think this is like how Justin and I like clicked so quickly, is because I didn't care about him. <laughs> I didn't like. I think I went into our first date on one of the, like another podcast that I did before, and you can know our whole story there. But I wasn't. I wasn't looking for a long-term relationship. I wasn't looking for a life partner. I was just looking to like go for some drinks uptown. <laughs> like, you know, like I didn't really care. And I think that worked in both of our favors because there wasn't a lot of pressure. I wasn't looking for like all the answers. I wasn't looking for my husband. I wasn't... You I had no of, attachment to the outcome. No, zero, zero. And I think that really helped. And I don't know, just knowing who I was and kind of seeing if he fit into that rather than 
Oh, you were testing to check him out to see if he fit into your life. Totally. There's a a wonderful way of looking at this daughter who's listening. Totally, yeah. (laughs) Not how you fit into someone else's life. Exactly. But think about that in all aspects. Like for your business, everything. Mm. It's how how is that going to fit into my agenda or my life? Totally. What a wonderful way to look at that. And, and I think it's a good point. Oh my God, Ellie, how did you become so wise? Oh. But a good point that you're making is that I didn't have any expectations. I'm wondering how many people go on a date thinking, I wonder if he could be my husband. Totally. Hello? Right? Totally. right. Like, well, jumping, I'm at the skipper jumping blind ten, 10 steps ahead oh, versus, yeah. hey, let's just see. I was picking out the bridal dresses. Yeah. Oh, he, driving oh, you, up were, the dr- you were one of those. I was. Like, like I was. I was 27. <laughs> and at that point, I had had all the relationships and yeah. been single here and there. And at 27, I said to my girlfriend, okay, I'm looking for a husband now. Yeah. So, and I and I had the ex-convict who was the most recent boyfriend before that. Oh. So I, so my, my litmus test for, are you going to make it through? I, I, I had a few other elements. So police record checks are one Did of you them. wear the uh, bridal gown to the first date? <laughs> no, no, no. But I had, I did the police record record check on him and everything and I said to him I want to get married I want to have kids I'm 27 I'm established in my career if this isn't what you're looking for Mm -hmm. carry on totally (laughs) so you said how do you fit into my life I oh my gosh I did you did and you found your husband (laughs) you did but I also think that's I think that's really important though because that's what you were looking for so that's what you set out to find Mm. rather than like Oh, the ex-convict. Totally. And like, if he wasn't looking for, but maybe your bottom line is I'm looking for my husband, which I think is very important. That was my, at 27, that was my bottom line. Like it was, all my girlfriends were getting married. Like they were just like, okay, I'm getting more alone every day. (laughs) I have nobody to go have drinks with on Friday night. Well, hey, you've been happily married for how long? We've been, well, happily, most of it. (laughs) We've been married for 25 years this year. Happy for a lot of it, but not all of it because marriage is a journey okay but we're still here we're still 25 25 so we met 27 years ago um and it'll be yeah our 25th anniversary this july i love that and so i love it too and now we we have found this wonderful place that Mm -hmm. the children are moving on and yeah and uh there i hit touched your knee again and so yeah but there's an evolution of the relationship so maybe it's a time we need to check in again and say hey we're at a new level without the kids. Here's what I'm looking for. You guys need a honeymoon. We're going on one in July. Oh. Well, on an anniversary. But yeah, it could yeah. be our honeymoon again. Call it that. Okay, that's what we're calling it. Oh my God, <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> You're getting relationship advice. It's <laughs> perfect. Go on a honeymoon. That's good advice for people. <laughs> at a certain right after you hit that time when your kids are gone, because really you don't know each other. No. Oh, there's like things You've that you... have had roommates the whole time. We've had roommates. Oh, yes. And they're not good roommates. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they eat our food, they spend our money, yeah. they don't contribute to anything, although they're lovely children. Yeah. But yeah, they've been shitty roommates. Oh, and, yeah. and even if you lock the door, that doesn't mean well, anything. I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's good. So how did you meet Justin? Uh, we, I met Justin on Tinder. So that works? It worked for me. <laughs> swipe left, but swipe you, right. But you, your intention was, I'm not going on Tinder to find my husband. I'm going on Tinder to find somebody to have a drink with on Friday night. Totally. Yeah. There you go. I was looking Amen, for sister. convenience. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Convenience? <laughs> Does he know this? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, he definitely knows it. And I, I mean, our first date didn't go very well, but I just kept oh, revisiting tell. it. <laughs> 
It was terrible. He, oh man, he got too drunk. He was being mouthy. He was like, um, he had been single for I don't know how many years in his, um, like bachelor pad condo, and I was just like, no, not convinced. Like, I just thought he. I don't know. He, he wasn't need... grown up enough for no, you? No, oh. no, like he, anyway. But we it, we actually got in a fight uh, on our first date and I had stormed off. I was like, okay, I'm done with this guy. Then I got lost in his building. Yeah, and I had to call him. <laughs> oh, it was like the worst. It was so embarrassing. I had stormed off and said like, see ya, like I'm over this, bye. And then I got lost and had to be like, hi, I'm lost in your building. Can you tell me how to get out? Anyway. Long story short, but I kept revisiting him because he lived uptown. He was had a good job. Like he had like a few things that I liked. So anyway, we we obviously made we're very happy now. That was three over three years ago. Three years, and you are. I've met the two of you together. You're very well suited to each other. And you can find their shenanigans on the Instagram (laughs) stories. And he's in most of them. (laughs) But I love that what you said about him is that you wanted somebody who would challenge you. And yeah. I think that we forget about that in our relationships is totally. that we forget that we need people who aren't going to be a wet noodle Yes. and go, yes, dear, everything is lovely. Cause my husband challenges me in all kinds of fun ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. definitely makes life more interesting. And I had dated a guy who did not challenge me at all. And I walked all over him. It was very, not, <laughs> it was not well suited. Yeah. It was really, it's just like, I just felt like he was just. Icky. It was like your like biggest it. fan walking yeah, around. Yeah, it just like wasn't good. Saying how Where awesome Justin keeps me humble. <laughs> <laughs> he sure does. Yes, he well, does. you can see how you'll do things to tick him off and he'll be like, you know. Oh, we know which buttons like... to press. Yeah. And how does he feel about being on your Instagram stories and sharing that, sharing Public some of his life? own life? Uh, he loves it. Does he? Oh, he's okay. He's like secretly loving yeah, it. Yeah, he secretly He's secretly loves it. like fixing his hair a little bit oh, extra. Uh-huh. Totally. Oh, really? Yeah, a little bit. I mean... <laughs> But he, it freaks him out a little bit where like, like, I don't like to go to the grocery store ever. I hate the grocery store. So he always goes to the grocery store and like the cashier will like know his name and stuff. And like at work. It is a little creepy the world we live in. Totally. Especially because St. John's is small. Yes. So it's like, he doesn't like super love that. And like, I don't, like, I don't either. So, but that's just, it comes with it, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a little bit of celebrity status, Uh, especially in St. John, where people are uh, seeing you and saying, I know know you're grumbling at that word, (laughs) but, but where people say, hi, Allie. And you're thinking, do Uh, I know you? Like you must have those moments. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, most of the time I'm ready for it because I don't actually go anywhere very often. So when I do, I like have my hair and makeup done for the most part and I'm like in home since shopping and so, like sometimes it's like, hi, like that happened today. I thought we just went to, a, um, to scout a location for a painting and one of the ladies who worked there said, I follow you on Instagram. I love your stories. I just say like, thank you. Like, thanks for following. Like it's, it's all, like such a compliment. I love yes. it. Like I, you know, wouldn't trade it for anything. And I rather when people say like, hi like I know you <laughs> rather than like <laughs> lurking a little bit and I'm Justin's like that girl staring at you like that kind of thing like freaks me because that's creepy because that it just I wish people would just like say hi so you're saying it yeah. now I wish people would just totally. say hi so people if you see Allie out just say hi to her yeah. and how you know her because here's the thing Dane and I and this happens to us too you're at the grocery store and people are like hi yeah and I'm like hi and so now I say where do I know you from yeah and they'll say, you know, That's was smart. it my bank days? Was it my organizing days? Yeah. The TV days? Oh, you follow Dane and I on our podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Never met them before. That's funny. So now I know well, and I don't have to remember their name. That's better for you. Because I always just go, hi, how are you? Like... And then that's it. Like, I never know. I'm like, I don't remember who that is, but 
so yeah how do i know you yeah that's smart and then and then you're being kind yeah. right so and then that sort of if you want to open up a conversation mm -hmm. then it's like here's the conversation or if you're in a rush you could just say hi <laughs> you go back to the hi yeah but most of the time i do like love to chat it's i don't know because i'm like ready for like prepared if i had to go out like i said like if i had to go every day and i would like hate that because you'd have to be like on a lot of the time right. i think but with your hair and makeup done. Yeah, mm. but I don't leave my house. I leave my house like once a week. Really. And, and so what? You like being home? <laughs> I love being home. I love being home. I love my house. I love my dogs. I love like our, like living in our like finished renovations has been a dream. Yeah, I really like being so home. So would you consider yourself an introvert? Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I can turn it on and I can be like outgoing and extroverted, especially when it's people that I know and love. I don't think they would think I was an introvert, but I do love never leaving my house and having very few. So how does being around. an introvert work with being an influencer? Because you're considered an influencer. Yeah. Uh, I think it's kind of easy because I just still, I'm just do it from my house. You do it from your yeah, house. I don't yeah, go anywhere. From your closet. But you yeah, get to express exactly. what gives you energy. Yeah. So all of those things that you're doing fill you with joy and that joy then bubbles up to energy. Totally. And so yeah. you get to share that in a place where you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And exactly. safe. And, and safe, And sometimes yes. I forget like how many people actually, like the numbers are one thing, but like actually remembering that all of those numbers are individual people. people. Mm. It's kind of crazy. Like we yes. got asked to, to speak on a, um, what is it like keynote speaker for uh an event that's coming up i think uh and i was like no <laughs> like i will not do that and jill's like you talk to four thousand people every day and i'm it's like but it different. doesn't feel like that yeah, yeah like yeah. i kind of totally forget different. so i don't know i need to work on my public push speaking. yourself outside your comfort zone yeah like real but here's people. the other thing i have to say if it's not your thing it's not your thing i, know. I yeah. Th yeah this is something I'm what brings on. you joy it doesn't and that's that's uh, totally a thing and I'm like trying to be better at it because in the future I would like to be way more comfortable with public speaking so, so then give your there. so ask the universe yeah. then for those small incremental wins to get you to that goal and I kind of said I'd like to like speak on a panel first so it's not just me like there you go. stuff like that there you go I think you just put that at the universe I know and I did but we already <laughs> accepted that I would do the keynote speaking <laughs> Yeah. You speak to them the way you do uh, right to that now. one person on Instagram, yeah. right? Like it feels like you're talking to one person. Well, I kind of just feel like it's not the most professional, uh, like delivery. <laughs> so I don't know how that will translate. But yeah, we'll just see. be you. Yeah, that's the that's all you thing. can do. Yeah. We'll see. Did you set out to be an influencer? No, I don't even. I hate that word. So I know. Much. I know, but uh, but it's true. No, absolutely not. Like, I didn't even know what that was. Like, <laughs> photography was 100% like the number one thing. And then once I started figuring out that people wanted to see more of me instead of my photography, while I thought it was a little bit insulting, I <laughs> kind <Sorry>. of, <laughs> I, uh, I just like kind of started doing that more because of course you want to do more of what's doing right, well right. on Instagram, basically. So yeah, now it's, it's gone down a hundred different paths, but they all kind of like just land on one, like lifestyle is kind it's of lifestyle. like, yes. when we were in Mexico and you were showing us how to walk, <laughs> <laughs> I was showing Elaine how I, 
uh, can get a good Instagram photo, basically. Yeah, because oh. when I do it, I look like, I don't know, I look like I'm running from a crowd. <laughs> you gotta pop uh, running, your leg out. Running, running, yeah. from, running from, a, you know, the, the mad dogs. And, and, and Allie's like, no, you walk me this by the way. I'm like, I'm gonna leave this to you. I laughed. Because uh, sexy is not in my vocabulary. Oh my and not it was just sexy. like fun. <laughs> you just gotta pop your leg out, Elaine. Dana, it looked like I was having, I was passing gas. I don't know what it was. Oh it God. was not sexy. Yeah, it was you, not you popping. Look, you look great it was i look like elaine and yeah. elaine is be yourself is was having a good time mm -hmm. oh it was funny though all yeah. of us i think there were four of us there doing this yeah me you katie and Corey. Corey, <laughs> Corey was the photographer he was yeah <laughs> poor guy it was super and a dog that was following us around yes. wasn't there a dog following us yep. yeah anyway so it's a thing and i mean so mm -hmm. people i think being in you know that word influencer I think people think it just happens, but the work. So knowing how to stand, knowing how to pose, <laughs> knowing how to take the photo. Like here's your 10,000 hours. Like you have practiced on how to, how to, you know, be seen in the public. I mean, people who are anywhere, like on TV, on radio, whatever you're doing, like there's this thing that people want to see. Totally. And we talked about this like yesterday, actually, about like some people because it is very candid and like mm. funny and like lifestyle, it actually is my job. So there yes. are a lot of things that you need to do right and have things in a certain way where some of them like people like, and it's not really me, it's more like the bigger bloggers out there, but they get a lot of hate for stuff like that. And it's like, people need to understand that this is a job, even though it looks really fun and whatever, like we're working, like what you see yes. on Instagram is a lot of the fun stuff and like kind of behind the scenes and whatever. But what we do every day is like, People Green. and people don't. No, I don't fine. think they understand yeah. that it no. is a job. Like you, you get paid to do this. Totally. This and, is part of and it and it's not a job that people are used to. Like this is a whole other sphere of work. Yeah. But you're serving a community of people, right? Now people expect something, even though they're you know I don't know how many people that you have watching you every day, but they they go on and even if I'm clicking through my stories, I'm like, what's Allie up to today? Yeah. And she's normally saying what she's doing. Yeah. But I think that's what people do underestimate. You're a young woman, but you are a very hard worker. Like I look at you and you're thinking, I'm updating blogs, you're flipping houses, you're, you know, you're willing to be vulnerable, you're talking about your relationships, you're, you're painting, you're, you're um, doing all sorts of things in the business. And uh, I, I think people just, yeah, you're right, you see it as just fun and surface stuff, but you're a hardworking young woman and you're getting the results of putting that, putting that work in. Totally. I mean, thank yeah. you. And, and <laughs> but yeah, and do you feel bombarded? Because I look, you you do lots. You even you even go to Frenchies, which you've inspired me to do, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and it's and good you, for the planet. you you upload these and you sell. Like you're very entrepreneurial. Thank you. So, what, do you ever feel like completely bombarded by all of these things? Um, no, not really. Just because like they are all things that just kind of fit into my daily life. Because of what you love doing anyway? Totally. And then I just, <laughs> So the I energy have a lot is help. very high and positive if about I what was, you're doing. Totally. And if I was doing it all by myself, I think I would definitely feel overwhelmed. But I right. do have help. Right. So And help great. meaning you have staff. Yes. <laughs> so this isn't just, like, this is your business. Totally. Yeah. So it tell is. us about, the, like, the people around you who are helping you do this. Yeah. So Jill basically answers every email that ever comes in which is like i can't even tell you how helpful that is to mm. not spend because before i was spending like half of my mornings like a big chunk of my mornings just like getting everything done and like 
the kind of like right. administrative stuff. stuff. Totally. But now, which drags you away from your the joy. Totally. So now it's kind of awesome. Like Jill and I are in the same room, but I'm working on a painting while she's answering an email asking like, "Oh, like what do you think of this? Like are you into this? Do you want to do this?" And I'm still painting and like we're getting both done at the same time. It just feels so more so much more efficient. Efficient, yeah. Um and and you get to do what you love and Jill yeah. gets to do what she loves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she loves that, but <laughs> it's very helpful. Project coordinating. Yeah, like coordinating like partnerships. Yes, all the brand partnerships, all the negotiating, all the scheduling. Um... Brand partnerships, negotiate. So you and you ha- do you still have an agent? Mm-mm. No. We gave okay. him the cut. Okay. <laughs> but you, but you I love have, it. She asked him. But you have people who negotiate on your behalf. Totally. So their energy is in the negotiation and yours is in showing up. Exactly. We're kind of like, where's the note on like what I have to do, which like um, what the visuals need to be for the specific shot. Um, what are the uh, key like points that we need to have in the like stories or caption or blog post or whatever it is, like whatever like the ad is or whatever like that. Um, so everything's like in a note so we can all reference it. And normally Jill makes a note and I just have to go and do a quick check and then everything's all laid out. Organized. So when did that all turn for you? Because you were on Instagram and you, I heard you say before, I posted every freaking day yes. for like, I don't know how many, six years? No, well, or it was one, years? I think in like 2014, it was a New Year's resolution. So I always make goals on like at the end of December and I put them on my blog. You can go see like all of them. They're all there and they're funny now. Um, but one of them was to post on Instagram every single day for a year. Mm-hmm. Just because I saw it going somewhere, but I know if you're consistent with something, then you're obviously going to see it. You're going to see more results. So I'm like, okay, if I can challenge myself to post one thing a day, I should be able to do that. And I was in school. I think I was in school in Halifax. Um, so I'd make a point and it would be like near the end of the day. And I'm like, oh, I haven't posted yet today. And it would kind of force me to be creative and like create a photo. So I would be doing like photo shoots and like school projects and stuff, but not just one individual like vignette in my apartment or whatever it was going to be that day. So I would, it got me in the mindset of like making a point to be like, oh, this is a good shot, or oh, I'm downtown, but look at the buildings right now, and like really putting it somewhere, um, rather than just having photography be with my DSLR camera during a photo shoot. And that was sort Mm -hmm. of an evolution through that year? Was it you sort of figuring out that, wait, this is just not a static, now I've got to check that off the box, It, it forced you to be creative? Totally. It was like, I was constantly like trying to see things. Where I I was always, like, trained to see things, but it would be more in, like, a portrait-type thing. It wouldn't be as, like, everyday life. And a story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it became a story, Mm -hmm. didn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like a photo journal now. I never go back and delete any Instagram posts or anything like that because I love going back to see, like, what I was doing that exact day. It's, like, really Mm. cool. And when did it shift for you? So you had this consistency that this began to actually be a business mm-hmm. of being, I know you hate the word influencer, but people saw you as, okay, this this girl could actually have an audience that we could actually talk to. Yeah, I think that was, so when I lived in Halifax, so like 2015, I think, um, because, yeah, posting all the time, using the right hashtags, um, going to New York really helped because I was hanging out with other like huge bloggers, which they had, it was just... Was that a work assignment through school or was an actual job? No, that was a a girl that I knew was a blogger. She is a blogger. Um, And she invited me to go to New York to shoot basically for her blog and like backstage and stuff like that. Mm. So then when I was immersed in that, there was a ton of other, like her friends are huge bloggers and like every time I would take their photo, they would tag me and give me credit, stuff like that, Mm. which really helped. Um, 
using the right hashtags, posting every single day. So once my audience started to grow, um, Tentree was my first quote unquote sponsorship. Um, they had hired me to take photos like for a photo shoot for a campaign, um, like as a photographer, but then they also sent a separate mm-hmm. box of clothes for like me to post on my own Instagram. And I like, thought they made a mistake. I was like, what do you mean? Like, like for you to wear the clothes yeah. and take pictures? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I think like, that's the wrong, like, and they're like, no, no, like, this is just like, kind of like a gift for you to post about on your own. So I had done the formal photo shoot right. um, with models and all of that, sent it away, sent it back. And then, yeah. And like, yeah. I, it wasn't like a and then, huge. And then all of a sudden you're on, on your Instagram showing clothes. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I didn't love it. And I, it's still not something I'm really, really comfortable with. Like I much, much, much prefer to be behind the camera. Like I love that. That's where I think I'm the best at. I think that like it's where I feel the most comfortable and just feels more me than me like being out in the street, like posing for an outfit. I honestly like don't like doing so that So you're all. doing it, but inside you're going, oh, let this be done. Totally. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like doing that. But I know that people like seeing that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, that's where I, I really like my art account because it feels like much more me of like, I'm not even in any of those photos. It's just like Your photography art. and mm. art and it just feels like way more comfortable. But people love to see the sunglasses and the makeup and everything. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, it's fine. And it works. And, and it's, it's part of your business model. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's my job. <laughs> oh, yeah, job. Yeah. Do you feel pressure to, to do that if it's something you don't love? Yes. Like, totally. Yeah. Because I know that they like do well. You know what I mean? Right. So when you, I know when that. You write the uptake on those posts. Yeah. Like brands are paying for that. Um, right. People like seeing it. You know, it's, it's fine. But yeah. it's definitely not my favorite. Part. So how do, you, how do you create boundaries then as an influencer? Like how do you put a box around, okay, here's, here's what I'm going to talk about and here's what I'm not going to talk about? Because you would have people coming at you yeah. for now, a lot of requests. Yeah. Totally. Well, most of the time it's kind of like, would this be something I would buy on my own? Which is big. Um, and then another part is like, would I be open to trying it without having to give any deliverables so we often say that like send it over and we'll give it like a try and we'll review it and if we like it we'll get back to you and then we can talk about a partnership Mm. um but if it's something like french like frenchies is a perfect example like i love that i get to work with frenchies because i've been shopping there i've written blogs about frenchies before they even knew who i was (laughs) like i love that so now we get to work with them often which is super fun because it's it fits so perfectly like i go there once a week and spend all kinds of money. Um, so it's awesome that we get to work with them. Um, and those, and that's authentic to you, right? Totally. Because that's something that you really believe in, right? Yeah. Is the secondhand clothing yes. and, and all of that stuff about. Yeah. I really love doing that. And like a lot of the home partnerships are like same thing. Um, where obviously like we're flipping houses. So, yes. And right. we have such a distinct style. I think that a lot of those brand partnerships fit so well because we're going to buy that stuff. We're going to, um, like, we're in the market for that kind of stuff anyways. And so do you say no? Do you get requests where you say no? <laughs> oh, yes. We, we, <laughs> we probably say no a lot more than we say yes, to be honest. Um, wow. Because, I mean, I don't know. I'm If you haven't realized, I'm very picky. <laughs> I really like certain <laughs> things. And I wouldn't sacrifice, like, I don't know, like having to post about some big purple teddy bear you know what I mean? Like if you didn't like if it, I, you if, wouldn't buy it. Even if it had it. a lot of money, like it doesn't, 
doesn't make sense. So that, and that's a, that's a huge message to people because I think in a world where, you know, you do see influencers Mm -hmm. and people who maybe are selling out Mm -hmm. for the money, it's that you are saying authentic to, to who you are and what you believe in. Totally. But I think it gives, like, I think I'm in a little bit of a different position because I do have my own like business with art and photography. So the brand partnerships are like kind of something we can do if it really fits. But like bottom line is like we're working on commissions all the time. We're doing a lot of artwork for, you know, um, interior designers and commercial clients. Stuff like that is like where we make the most money and where all of the focus is. Because that's what I like doing. Obviously more than, yeah, like posing on Prince William Street. (laughs) So it's kind of like we do put way more of the focus into the art. Then, yeah. Yeah, I've done that on, you know, on Prince William up against the door. We'll be walking downtown and I'll say, this is a beautiful door. I'll say to my husband, take my picture up against the door. Hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, before hurry someone, up before sees, someone me. sees Exactly. So I need to just power through that no matter who's walking by. Oh, my favorite is lunch hour for the high school. It's oh. like, oh, prime time. Yeah. And they probably know you. Oh, I don't Do know. Do they follow you? I don't know. I always just yell, like, hi, because they're like staring and yelling things. I'm like, hello, hi. You want to come in? Like, oh, man. Yeah, it's my nightmare. Oh my god. But I do it. Yes. So yeah, we definitely put more of our focus on the art because that just makes more sense and it's more profitable and it's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like to live a creative life? You've chosen it. You always knew you wanted to do it. Uh, I don't know much different. I guess I've I've never really had a job. Like... I had a couple. Your like, waitressing job? Yeah, like briefly. Uh, not e- like, like I said, not even a waitress. I, was, I just would write on the chalkboard and like show people to their tables. Um, and <laughs> I worked at the Staples Photo Center before for a while. So that was like still like photography yeah. related. I would print my own photos there. And then other than that, I just did photography all through school. So, so what is when you're doing these creations and you're painting these beautiful paintings and you tend to like, the ocean paintings, mm-hmm. if anybody's realized that. I was just circling yeah. ocean on my thing. <laughs> so what, what does that do for you when you are when you're in that in that moment? It is you get lost? really great, yes. I love listening to a podcast or um, books on Audible. So I'm kind of not paying a ton of attention to exactly what I'm doing. It's just kind of coming out, mm. which I you think I... You feel like you're channeling it almost? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You're being painted through. Like I'm not I'm not making decisions if that makes any sense. It's just kind of like happening. I've seen you painting the waves and I'm thinking, how does she know she wants to put that wave there? Yeah. And it, I, I honestly... You're channeling. Know. You're totally channeling it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's a... Yeah. And like you say, you don't know anything else. So you don't know what corporate looks like no. compared to uh, any of that. I just know I can't imagine doing that because I feel like my like... Because I have the ability to make all the decisions right now, I can't imagine having someone... Tossing me around. Yeah, good luck with that. You'd be like your Aunt Margot. (laughs) (laughs) So Dana brought up the ocean and the the way, and I know you love the beach. What does the beach do for you? Oh my God. It's the best place ever. I love that we live so close to the ocean and I cannot wait for our new house to be on the view. And if you follow her on Instagram, you'll oh. be able to see that new journey. And it it's is. a beautiful yes. new spot. Pretty magical. And my husband and I looked at that house. Really? Yep. Two years ago when we started looking. And that was, we drove down that street and looked yeah. at that house. And my husband said, nope. no <laughs> effing way. I know. We are crazy. It is a dump. That's the thing. But, but. But. It's that view. I know. I know. I'm really excited. 
But no, that has always been my spot just to kind of get away, go for a walk, look for sea glass. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like ever since I was little, that's just kind of like what I've always done. So it just kind of happened that... Who introduced you to the ocean? Mm. Do you have a memory? I don't even know. Probably my aunts, my parents maybe. Mm -hmm. We always just like lived close by, so it was kind of just a spot we always go. Yeah. Yeah. And that was down in Bayshore Beach? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty magical down there. I don't know that people in St. John realize how stunning it is. You're going to give away our secret. Yeah, like what are you doing? Tell the secret. (laughs) you got to cut this out. (laughs) But when the tide goes out, so I've been to beaches all over the world. I'm a beach person too. And like Ogunquit Beach in Maine, when the tide goes out, you know, there's about three inches of water and you walk through it and it's nice and flat. Mm-hmm. And then I was at Bayshore one day and the tide was out and I went, wait, I can do that here. Took my shoes off. My husband was horrified. He's like, you took your shoes off? I said, yes, the bay is very clean. Yeah. It's, it's just cold. It's, it's just cold. cold. But yeah. it was it was summer mm-hmm. and that little bit of water was warmed up and I walked and when the tide's out, you <laughs> our studio, studio director is coming. <laughs> Just had a moment. Anyways, oh. it's magical. Yeah, no, it is. And bare feet. There's in really the, nothing in the water. like it. And even yeah. when we like we were in um, Hawaii and like we love California, and just like along that coast, yeah. and it's kind of crazy. It's like we can we. I mean, it's a little bit different, but we go home to that too. Yeah, that's my favorite part of Hawaii in Los Angeles is the ocean. And I'm like we live we on have the this. ocean. We have this. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. So no. yeah, I'm really excited. Really excited to be living way closer to it because I really miss it where we're at right now and I just like actually can't believe I'm going to wake up to that every day yeah the sound of those big waves coming into the beach crazy well I think that's what we love most about you or I guess I'll speak for myself (laughs) the royal (laughs) the royal we is that you're going after what you want and I love that unapologetically with uh manifesting and but that you're working Mm -hmm. like like the secret says it's you ask and you talk about you believe it and then you're willing to receive it but you, you can't sit on the su- couch and eat a sandwich. Like, totally. you have to do something. You're going to be sitting on the couch with a sandwich, Googling how Googling to live yeah, in yeah, a beach yeah, house. Yeah, that's right. You have to be saying to the universe, this is <laughs> that what I'm I willing want. to do this. Yeah. So, Allie, you work super, super hard. Thank and you. Dana and I talked about this ahead of time. What are your guilty pleasures? The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, I watch it too. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so, uh, so in addition to The Bachelor, I watch Blow Deck. Okay, I don't know that one. Oh my gosh, it's about a luxury yacht, oh. and it's like the crew and all the drama that they I was get say, into. Is there drama? Because there's that's drama. The, that's the main. Thing so there's that drama. Goes there's people. Uh, so the guests that come on are bizarre and mm-hmm. wild, and the food because they're supposed to be Michelin five star, and then there's always an issue with the kitchen. Okay. So that is my. You have and to it's, send me that. And it's on the and they're on the water right now. They're filming. Uh, in Tahiti so anyways I get all that like handles all of the buckets for me yeah yeah so that's my guilty well that's funny well it's funny like well the bachelor is mine but then (laughs) it actually turned into a sponsorship two years ago last year yeah like it was a it was a brand that had a collaboration with the bachelor and they were doing like popcorn what was it i forget what it was was it the wine that you did maybe yeah maybe it was two oceans wine that's what it, it was, was. It was yeah, two they have it on the show yeah, it was on it was the show and, and i thought what the hell she got a goddamn sponsorship i know <laughs> and like that and that's just the thing though like that's so funny um and then yeah we're doing like with with my instagram um people oh. we have a group chat 
um, talking about The Bachelor, and we're having a Bachelor fantasy draft. So, like, even my guilty pleasure, Bachelor like, Bachelor fantasy is a draft? It's a business. <laughs> yes, I know. Everything's a business. Beauty. Well, I always say to a lady, because this cracks me up, I think one of my first um, memories a couple of years ago, when you started doing sponsorships, I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, she's getting paid to eat chicken nuggets on the beach. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're, like, waving a chicken nugget, and I'm thinking, look at this young girl, like, making it happen, I you know? know? And McDonald's was, like, my favorite. I couldn't, like, if you, if anybody... Like no, has known me forever. I eat McDonald's like every day. And look it's at like you. embarrassing. Look at you. It is it is just wrong on so many levels. When McDonald's reached out, I was like, I even like said like all my friends like in a group are like, if that's not the universe speaking, I don't oh know what God. is. Like, I'm getting paid now to eat McDonald's. It was like the best part of ever. I was so happy. I know, and you can just eat whatever you want, yeah. can't you? Oh yeah, yeah. good for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, it's I'm happy for you. Your aunties can't. <laughs> Oh, your aunties can't eat whatever they want. Oh I can't eat chicken nuggets and then, you know, oh look oh. like this. You had to think about, don't, well, think about what you want. Oh. Manifest There that. you go. I love that Ali is coaching Damn. us for yes. our best life. I did. There's your answer. I've been, cha- I, the meditation, yeah. and now I've added stretching every day, so it's okay. great fun. Yeah. So that I can be limber. So I can do cartwheels on the beach this summer. Yes. I'm going to do a cartwheel, Dana. <laughs> Film it. Please. Oh, we'll go to the west side. Okay. Call me. Yeah, okay. And you'll you'll take pictures of that for yeah. me? What's You're next funny. for you, Allie? Big uh, things on the horizon. Next is our flip. Yeah. Our next flip. I cannot wait. We've started designing it. Um, and we met with our draftsman. There's been a stru- structural engineer. And just, like, making that happen, hopefully, into the summer. It's going to be Do you anticipate so cool. moving in by the end of the summer? I hope or? so. I, it's hard to tell. So... With the past, like, a couple renovations that we've done, we've been in control of most of it. We were, were, like, doing it ourselves. But this is going to be a little more complicated with how much work this house needs. So we're going to be kind of waiting on other people and contractors. Because there's some structural things? Yeah. Yeah. We're building out um, the top floor to meet the bottom floor, which is going to be big, and, like, all the exterior, new roof, stuff like that. So we're not going to be in complete control over it. So it's going to take, obviously, longer than we think i think yeah. so does but, that overwhelm you a project like that or, no. or justin or is this you this you thrive we're in this? so excited it's mm-hmm. the challenge you yeah love. and he does a lot of work yeah like he's super he handy. works works and then works at home yeah he works full time and then comes home and works i know because i'm watching i'm like did he quit his job i know he's, he gets <laughs> asked that a lot does he because he seems like well he seems like he's always I working know. on the house he yeah i mean and that's kind of the thing with instagram too is like because we film it when he yes. is yeah but no he does work full time uh, and he works. I think you're both home his, time. his boss <laughs> yes. again. His boss. Puts him to work at home. The tiny boss. <laughs> yeah. The tiny boss. But yeah. no, it's not really overwhelming. I think it's just because we're so excited and we're going to be closer to family in this house and like obviously the ocean I can't stop talking yes. about. But yeah, no, we're so excited for that. That's definitely what's next. Um, and then the rest is just the daily kind of. You'll well, just keep attracting more good stuff into your life. I, I think so. we'll be watching. You've locked and loaded it. You really have, <laughs> Allie. What an inspiration! Thank you, so much. you like yeah. you really are. Oh yeah, you're living the law of attraction. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, inspiration. Thanks for being with us today. Yes, thank you so this much. This was Thank awesome. you. I did. Okay, thanks. Thanks, guys. I'm Dana Lloyd, and I'm Elaine Shannon. You've been listening to Soul Sister Conversations, the podcast. You can connect with Dana at DanaLloydLeadership.com and you can connect with Elaine at ElaineShannon.com. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and join us for more Soul Sister Conversations.
Thanks for listening.